Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Wrestling First of the World podcast. If you all enjoy your day, sweet, if not, what the hell ever. It's time for a subject matter I'm sure a lot of you are not aware of, and that was the fact that The Godfather, aka Charles Wright, had a run that you all probably forgot about. So, a lot of people remember two things from his run in the WWF slash WWE in 2002. His return at the Royal Rumble after missing most of 2001 due to the invasion, and his appearance during the Billy and Chuck wedding in September of 2002. Everyone most likely forgot that he actually had a heel run in between that period, and it's time to discuss that. Now, why do people probably not remember it? Well, because it happened on the C shows, and people don't really pay attention to those. So, this all started on the April 6, 2002 episode of WWF Metal, where he came down with just one woman to the ring. Kind of peculiar. He announced that due to a lack of business, his escort service was officially closed. He's saying, I don't want to point fingers at anybody. But then he starts pointing the finger on the fans, saying that his fans didn't support him the way they used to. Where was the love? Where was the support? My business is dead because all y'all. But it's just like, dude, you've pimped out your ladies to the wrestlers, not the fans. The fans have nothing to do with your service, not or your escort service failing. And then he fires his only remaining woman... But then Val Venus comes down to confront Godfather over what he's saying and his actions, and then starts making out with the Godfather's now former employee. And of course, Godfather wasn't happy about that and laid Val Venus out with the right hand. So yeah, this was the start of his heel run. In terms of his visual presentation, all he really had was like some dreadlocks in a way, almost like different from what he usually had. Sometimes he would have a bandana tied around his forehead and come around with a cane and that's it. So no more ladies. So his first match as a heel on television would happen two weeks later, on the April 20th, 2002 episode of Metal, where he would go one-on-one with Val Venus. After working on Venus's back for a few times during the match, and using the exposed turnbuckle as to his advantage, you use a cane to the throat of Venus for the win. Now, how do you do that? Well, went out to the ring, grabbed the ring bell, used it as a distraction for the referee, snuck behind the referee grabbing the cane, used it on the throat of Venus, boom, got the win. Now remember that because it's going to be relevant again later on. The following week, April 27, 2002 episode of Metal, Tess and the Godfather would team up to go against Val Venus and Farouk. Now, Tess would stop Val Venus from hitting the money shot on Godfather, even though Venus was not the legal man in his team, but then Farouk would slide into the ring and pin the Godfather after his thrust spine buster. So yeah, your second match and you're already losing a match. Means you got no real direction there, huh? The following week, on the May 4, 2002 episode of WWF Metal, the Godfather would go on to defeat Taz in less than three minutes. Because Taz would get the Taz mission, Charles Wright, a.k.a. the Godfather, would get a low blow to get out of the move, and then the Godfather would try to use a cane, but like both men were battling on who's going to use the cane, and when Taz had it in his hands, the referee took it away, and then turned around and ate the big boot by the Godfather, so the Godfather beats Taz. Ugh, what happened to Taz there? The next week... May 11, 2002 episode of WWE Metal. The Godfather would take on Farouk in a one-on-one match. Then you get to a certain statistic people remember is the fact that the Godfather hitting the whole train is never a guarantee. And that happened here because Farouk avoided the whole train in the corner and got a roll-up while using the ropes for leverage to get the pin. So yeah, Babyface cheated to win, but then afterwards Godfather would beat down Farouk frequently with his cane. So it means he's got to get the heat back for a cheap finish like that. But already, his win-loss record is not good here on TV. Two for two. The next week, May 18, 2002, which would be the final episode of Metal, because after this, they would change to Velocity, the Godfather would squash Funaki 
and beat him with an overhead gut wrench backbreaker. Yeah, so he gets, I thought he was going to go for gut wrench powerbomb. Lifts him up, then drops him down at his knee for a backbreaker, and that was enough to beat the number one announcer for SmackDown. Sorry, Vinagi. Two weeks later now, on the second episode of Velocity, being June 1st, 2002, Godfather would lose to Mark Henry after submitting to the bear hug. Where's the direction of Godfather here? Why'd he turn heel? It seems like every time he gets a win, then he comes back with a loss. No real direction. Now, the only main show appearance that the Godfather would have in terms of having a match during this run would be the next week, June 6, 2002 episode of SmackDown, where the show would open with the Big Battle Royal to determine the number one contender to the Undertaker's WWE Undisputed Championship at King of the Ring. So multiple men were in the ring, and unfortunately for the Godfather, he was the first man eliminated by Triple H. So yeah, like 20 men, first man out is the Godfather. How's that push going for you? And then the Godfather's final match of this heel run would happen the fall, like two days later on Heat, or sorry, Velocity, June 8, 2002, where he would defeat Hugh Morris in the exact same way that he beat Val Venus in the first match of his heel run. Go out of the ring, distraction with the ring bell, Red became behind the referee's back, shot to the throat, that's it. So they repeated a finish on a C-show. Creative. Now after this, Godfather would disappear from television for the next three months, and would not return to television until the September 12, 2002 episode of SmackDown as a babyface with his previous persona of being a pimp with the whole train. And there was absolutely no explanation how his business came back. Think about this. Five months prior, he said due to lack of business, his business had to shut down. Five months later, it's just suddenly back. I don't get it. And of course, we all remember if you've seen this segment... Godfather comes back to crash the wedding ceremony between Billy and Chuck to question what's happening to both of the grooms to lead to the ceremony. Bring up the fact that they are both big puss hounds and everything. But now, all of a sudden, they're marrying each other. And then, of course, Rico said, You and your good time girls, go away. So I thought that was originally actually going to be the last appearance of the Godfather, because it was reported that he was released from his contract that year, later on that year, in December. But it turns out there was one more appearance he made on a main roster show. The October 7, 2002 episode of Raw, The Godfather would make one more appearance because this was the night of Raw Roulette and Jerry Lawler and Steven Richards would have a one-on-one -on -one match together and the whole spin the wheel make the deal thing happened saying that their match was a it's elite, it's legal in Nevada match and when The Godfather came out it pretty much meant that the winner gets right aboard the whole train. And of course, Jerry Lawler won. So he's surrounded by puppies and getting in the ring and everything like that. But then, as I mentioned a couple months later, The Godfather would be released from his contract by WWE and would not be seen again for about another two and a half, three years. So yeah, you look at this heel run, it was horrible. I mean, if you, I can't even describe the character. He was just The Godfather without the ladies. Like, he would sometimes have, like, a bandana around his head to try to be, like, a broke pimp, walk around with his cane used as a weapon... But it's just like he didn't cut any further promos outside of that beginning one where he turned heel. He had no, he had absolutely no direction because, like I said, usually when you have like somebody turning heel and like they like get that negative reaction, you kind of want to run with it. But they never did because it was just constant even win and loss records. Like I said, he would win a match, then lose a match. Just think about it. He beat Val Venus, and then next week he lost a tag match because he was the one taking the pin. The week after that, he beats Taz in three minutes. The week after that on Metal, 
He loses to Farouk because of cheating. A week after that, he squats Funaki. Then two weeks later, he taps out of Mark Henry's bear hug. Then he's the first man eliminated in a battle royal. And then he defeats Hugh Morris in his last match. And there weren't... In, this was actually his last match. He didn't have house shows after this or anything like that. So, I don't know what the company was thinking. Like, I understand they wanted to do something to change him around. Like, try to give, like, a fresh breath of air to his character. I mean, last time they did that, they pretty much ruined him by making him be the the good father and going against his entire persona. But this, like, again, you can't even describe a character, and he had absolutely no direction. He's just a godfather who says, My business is dead, and I blame the fans for why I can't bring my hoes out no more. Like, it was just stupid. Like I said, no direction, no plans on what he was going to do. He's just there on the sea shows. So it was impossible for him to get over. And the only main show appearance that he had under this heel persona was him getting becoming the first man eliminated in a battle royal on SmackDown to try to get a shot at The Undertaker's WWE Undisputed Championship at King of the Ring. Yeah, so this was very, very bad. So anyway, let me know all thought in the comment section below. Did any of you not know until listening to this episode that The Godfather had a heel run in 2002? Let me know in the comment section below. If you enjoyed today's episode, folks, please remember, leave a like, subscribe with the bell, turn on if you're listening to this on YouTube, or follow if you're listening to this podcast on any other service that this podcast is available on, and I'll catch you all next week on the next episode. Thanks for listening, everybody. Like, comment, subscribe. Peace out, and good day, everybody. I could really use the whole train right about now.